Welcome to ReChurch. I'm Marshall Fant, the Director of Church Consulting and Strategic Planning for Gospel Fellowship Association Missions. My purpose is to encourage pastors and church leaders as you refocus, renew, and revitalize your churches. We've established this podcast to offer practical tips and suggestions as you equip disciples to make disciples. This is Marshall Fant, so glad to have you back with ReChurch. We all know the importance of the Lord's Day and worship and music, so that is the topic of today's conversation. So I want to welcome back uh, Pastor John Lashaway. John, welcome back to the podcast. Thanks, brother. It's yeah. good to be back with you. So John and I have had um, a good relationship. We really had not known each other more than a couple of three or four years. And and uh, John, so tell, tell our audience again, um, about your church, where are you, and just a little background. I love your story of being mentored by your pastor, so just maybe just take a minute and give a little bit of that background. Yeah. Um, I uh, started attending the church here at Pine Island Bible Church back in 2000, and um, uh, at that time I just graduated college, finance degree, you know, no aspirations for ministry. the local, the pastor at the time, Dan Boyce, he, um, he started mentoring me and, um, uh, became a Sunday school teacher, uh, to kind of just started working with him 5.00 AM before, uh, work began, you know, we'd, uh, get the coffee pot out Bible theology book and just go at it, you know, for a couple hours. And, and then I'd go to work and, uh, And, um, 2006, uh, the church licensed me as a pastor. I became the youth pastor working with the kids. Um, 2010, the Lord, uh, called him up to New Hampshire to plant a church. And, uh, the, the church took me on as the interim pastor. And then, um, 2012, uh, they voted me in as a senior pastor and, and that's where we've been ever since. So that's the nutshell. And this is in uh, Pine Island, New York, right? It's it's in it technically we're uh, it's called Pine Island Bible Church. Right. Uh, we are uh, mailing address is Warwick, New York. So uh, we're in the town of Warwick. So it's kind of yes, it makes it a little confusing. But we're yeah. right on the very edge of Pine Island. We're more Pine Island than Warwick Village. So. And, and just for the location, so your location is very near where New Jersey, New York, and Pennsylvania all comes together. Correct. Is yes. That, that uh, to if say? you were to look at the map, yeah. we would be on the most northern New Jersey border. We'd probably be halfway in between New York City and Pennsylvania, maybe slightly closer to Pennsylvania. So we're about an hour and 15 minutes outside of New York City, depending on traffic. Sure. And um, we're a bedroom community of New York City, but also a farming community. And it's a great, beautiful area. I've had the privilege of being with you, and that's kind of what spurred this uh podcast today. Also, you're married, um, I forget, yes. three, three children. Yeah. Four, four, uh, excuse me. I just, I just got yeah. I, somebody, I just made somebody mad. So, and, and your worry. dog's name is Bailey. So we spent time yeah. in your home. Yeah. We and, had uh, a, yeah, three, we have four, five kids then. Uh, yeah. Bailey, <laughs> yeah, Bailey <a> dog. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Three yeah. girls, one boy, oldest is, uh, oldest daughter. She's 13. Youngest is seven. So right. busy times, busy times. Yeah. Great you know, times. It's our, it's our circus. Uh, sometimes it's controlled chaos. Uh, otherwise it's just chaos. So, <laughs> and your, and your wife's name's Kara. My and, wife is Kara. Yeah. yeah she's are, been, we've been married for, we'll be married 
20 years this coming February. So great, great team work. I appreciate oh. just watching your family and it's again, it's a family effort. So any pastor yeah. that does this. So again, so here's, here's the background for our audience. Yeah. Right. So I was with John, um, I don't know, five weeks ago on a Sunday morning and John, the size of your church, give, um, give our audience just a little information. So the Sunday, the typical attendance pre COVID would be Typical attendance pre-COVID was right around just over 50. Okay. Um, uh, Post-COVID, we're running just under 50. Uh, Lord's, even though some have not come back, uh, Lord's brought in new people. Um, And so we're averaging close to 50 people a Sunday. We'll get up to maybe 55, 60 if we're really if we're really, if most, most people come out, um, the sanctuary size, we could fit about 85 people. So we're, we're kind of, uh, we're right there. And that would be tight. That would, that be, would tight. be tight. Yeah. Oh, and if we had 85 people in there, that would be shoulder to shoulder. Yeah, that, yeah. That's just capacity that's wise, yeah, yeah. but right. not. And so the construction is an older building. And so like yeah. a white wooden, a traditional, yep. very beautiful little church. Yeah. Okay. And, and so the topic of this is got to do with, I was with you. And again, you'd mentioned that right now you did, at this time, you did not have a pianist that could do Sunday morning. And we know, uh, especially in Bible believing world, the importance of music. We know that, you know, like in, in Matthew 26, I mean, when the disciples had the last supper, you know, what did they do when they, before they went out, they had sung a hymn. And then, of course, then we have Ephesians. You know, we have Ephesians 5 and Colossians 3, uh, speaking to one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs. So we know that singing uh, in, in our circles is a very important part of, of worship. And singing helps everyone participate in the service and prepare our hearts for the worship of uh, the preaching. And so what I noticed in your church was you didn't, at least the Sunday I was there, you did not have a pianist, correct? Mm-hmm. That's correct. But the singing was fantastic. All right, so uh, you know, so I have to, you know, in in my mind, I got to start asking. Okay, why? Okay, John. So as as we looked at what you did, and and in this church building that was pretty full, and mm-hmm. we all know that if you have pastored a smaller church, uh, which I have, and the worst thing is to hear yourself sing and hear yourself preach. All right, so that was not the case in your church that morning, even without a pianist. All right, so yeah. what I want to walk through would be. What I have observed, and then I'm going to turn it over to you and explain what you do. All right, so in churches that do not have a pianist, I mean, you got several choices. You can either, I've seen an MP3 player put on the pulpit, and, you know, they just kind of get the song going. I have seen uh, people just stand and lead with their voices. And if someone's got a very strong voice and a very good, you know, uh, a way to lead the congregation, and that's okay. It does well. I've seen it led with like an acoustical guitar. And if you have a good guitarist who also can sing well, that does fine. But most of our churches, the default setting would be a pianist. That's correct. Wouldn't you? Okay. So what I want to encourage our men is what I witnessed in John Church was far superior to someone just pecking on the piano. So there are options. Okay. So John, Mm -hmm. tell tell everybody what it is and how you set this up. Okay. Um, just give you a little bit of a, a maybe backstory. Yeah, sure. Um, Please do. Pre-COVID, we were not live streaming. And pre-COVID, we did have a pianist. 
Right. And so uh, uh, she was playing and I'd lead singing. Also need to just mention, I am musically challenged. Um, I don't have a Welcome voice. Welcome to the club, brother. <laughs> I don't have a voice that uh, needs to be broadcasted out to the world. My church family puts up with my singing and um, for some reason they keep coming back. All right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, so just got to put that out there. Um, we were prayerfully looking into live streaming, um, as, as at the beginning of last year. And it was just God, uh, by God's providential uh, moving that, uh, we got into live streaming just in time for COVID to, to strike. And, and, uh, but then our pianist left. Um, and, um, so we were in the process of figuring out how to do, uh, how to sing, how to um, lead the church in singing that had an option for us to be able to send it out live stream. Okay. So how do we sing with music? Because obviously my ability to sing, my vocal ability is greatly lacking. Sure. I'm not going to be a blessing to people if they're, if I'm mic'd up and they're hearing me sing it's not going to be enjoyable. It's not going to be worshipful. That was my perspective. Sure. Okay. Um, and that was my concern. My desire is that we would encourage worship through singing. And, um, and, and, and then the challenge is how do we go about doing that? Um, so w- through COVID, we were working with, I had a, uh, uh someone had shared with me this, uh, this website's called smallchurch.com or I'm sorry, smallchurchmusic.com. All right. So smallchurchmusic.com. And it's a free website where they have various, they have a very large library of recordings. These are recordings are a piano organ, and a whole slew of, of, of various instrumentation. Okay. And uh, this, this smallchurchmusic.com website, uh, you're able to download an MP3 version of uh, a very large library of hymns. Okay. Um, predominantly, all of these hymns would be um, a public domain. Okay. All right. So, uh, many of them of uh, a good quality as from my um, non-expert ear, uh, but, but enough that it was useful. It was helpful. And so during COVID, when we were live streaming before, when I say during COVID uh, before we get regathered as a right. church, yeah. we would play a hymn and my wife would on the audio video, she would be flipping through slides, PowerPoint slides with the, the hymn um, words. And what I found is that as the, uh, that I, th- that in and of itself was a good resource, but the challenge that I had with my, I struggled to sing with, with that, um, that piano music. Right. Um, uh, and I think in a great way, the challenge was I was just hearing myself because this is when the sanctuary was empty. So it's just you and your wife. 
or whoever. There's me, my wife, and the kids. Yeah. And yeah. it's hard for us to carry a tune in a bucket, you know? And so <laughs> we're trying to sing. And then meanwhile, my wife, Kara, she's she's focused on flipping through, making sure she gets through the slides properly as it's live streaming out. So they're not hearing my voice. I muted myself, but then here we're singing in an empty sanctuary. And it was just, frankly, it was brutal. It was tough. Okay. It just didn't. And, and so it really didn't seem like a, a way for us to really, it didn't seem like a good congregational singing route for us. Okay. Now that by all means, that may be something where you have someone who's got good vocal sure. uh, ability. Yeah, I got that may be something that works great, but it really is a great resource for piano music. Okay. Um, and so I would highly recommend that. And what we've actually done is we've, I've, uh, with our count, with our live streaming, we have countdown uh, portion, the counting down to the service starting. And we have, that piano music as just using it for, um, for right, right. to play yeah. during that time. Yeah. Got it. All right. So that's what we, we did. All right. So we're anticipating regathering. We're anticipating and we got into regathering and we're anticipating uh, starting to sing again. And what we did is uh, I just, I just really didn't feel comfortable with using small church music and, and singing along with that. I really felt we needed another option. Okay. And um, a lady in our church, she had uh, attended virtually the sing um, the sing conference. I'm not sure how that at all all works and everything, but in while watching that, she came across this um, this company. It's called Praise and Harmony TV. Praise and Harmony TV. Okay. And what she found is that within this, this, what this company offers is acapella hymn singing. Hmm. So there's no instrumentation. Their focus is the greatest instrument is our voice. And I think there's, there's nothing more beautiful. And I, I, Understand, I, I say this from uh, from the perspective, I don't, I feel very musically challenged, vocally challenged. Right. But there's something profoundly beautiful when the saints of God lift their voices in worship together. I agree. No matter if it sounds like a bunch of crows, there is something beautiful about making a joyful noise unto the Lord we make our noise joyfully and there is something precious about that. Yeah. There just is. There is. And we get he, our pride out of the way, right? Yeah. Yeah. And we just sing to the Lord. And one thing that really has been pretty special is this. I just got to just throw this in. We started singing after the after the after the message. So what we do is we sing uh, we read scripture, pray, sing a hymn. Right pray again, asking God to help us uh, understand as we open the word of God. So I then preach. And then, then the bulk of our singing comes after the message. And I really, at first it was a practical aspect, but then under conviction, you know, we look at Colossians 3.16, where it talks about uh, singing, to our, uh, singing to one another and psalms and hymns and spiritual songs. Right. 
that comes after being word filled. Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly, right? Then singing to yourselves, singing okay. to one another, if you will, sure. psalms and hymns. And so with conviction, I've come to that place where I see when we're will, word filled, then we're uh, the then our worship, we're filled with the word of God, and then that overflows in worship Got it. as we sing. Yeah. yeah. And so that's what we're doing. So we're singing predominantly after the message. And so we're using, with the live stream, my wife runs the audio video, and uh, when it comes time, we... We have this uh, Praise and Harmony TV. We have a subscription with them so we can live stream out these videos that they produce. So is that is that like a monthly subscription, an annual subscription? Do you have It's you an remember? annual subscription. Right. Is it based on church size or do you remember? It's just an annual subscription. There's no church size with it. It's 280. It's 280. reasonable. Yeah. Under 300 yes. bucks. Yeah. It's under $300. Okay. Very reasonable. Okay. Um, and, uh, these videos that they produce are videos that have the, the musical, see this, this is how illiterate I am. Okay. It, it has the, the notes. It, right. shows, it shows, yeah. On, so, it so when you're, pro, so you're projecting this, all right. Yes, so this you, is projecting up on a screen in front of the sanctuary as well as live streaming out. And so it's just what people see. All right. So you have the audio as yes. well as a video portion of this. Yeah, it's audio okay. and video. All right, so is all of this through Praise and Harmony TV? Yes. Oh, so you're not it having is. to merge from from smallchurchmusic.com with this. All this is from the latter website, right? Yes. So what? Right. So just to give a, a little bit of a, a kind of clarity here, all right? So in our uh, live streaming software, um, we're able to have a, a, a track mm-hmm. of music that's playing while we're counting down. Right. We stop that music with the slides and we, we pause that we switch over to video, like a, a camera with, of the pulpit, the sanctuary right. yeah. and everything. Okay. And then when it comes time to singing uh, a hymn together, now we bring in the video, the video slides in, that becomes the main screen. That's being projected up onto our screen in the front of the sanctuary. And then, you know, uh, we play that video. It comes through the speakers as it's going out live stream as well. So it's a beautiful video with the words and the, and the notes. Yeah. yeah, And it just, it works our way through. We sing with it. It's a acapella singing and it's four part harmony congregational singing. So what it does, I, I actually don't even lead singing. There's no need for me to actually lead the singing. Right. Yeah. And the congregation just sings with following the words. They sing with this group of, 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 of good vocalists and they're singing in the four part harmony, just like you would regular congregation him sing. All right, so let's unpack this. Number yeah. one, I want our listeners to understand your church sing, but they sing well. It's just not, I mean, it is encouraging. So that's the reason we I wanted to talk to you. So it's not sure. just them following. It's, it's it's not some it's not anything done robotically. This is done worshipfully. Would you I mean, wouldn't you I mean I know yes, it's your church, but I'm saying yes. as I come in 
to a small church. These are people participating in worship through lifting their voices and, and again, encouraging each other uh, as, they, as they sing the words. Okay, so That's number correct. one, it's not like, okay, you have these vocalists leading, but the, the, at least at your church, the people not only are listening, but they're following and participating. That's okay. correct. All right. So at the same time this is happening, I'm talking about first within the church, mm-hmm. you have a basic computer. This is not some gazillion dollar sound system, right? I mean, this no. is a, I just saw a basic laptop, right? Yeah. And you have a projector and somebody could probably use a flat screen. You're projecting this on the wall. So yeah. you're, again, your congregation of, you know, it's a church that, you know, let's just say comfortably seat 60 to 80 or 80 would be pushing it, but you know, 65, sure. whatever. So, it, and, and so they're seeing this on the wall. They're hearing it with, with a good vocal voice leading. And then yes. your people just, I mean, so you have really one person working the computer. Now, mm-hmm. obviously they would, they would take some prep time and we probably, we probably won't get into all those details, but all this is prepped and ready to go. Just like yes. a musician would pick out music, you're picking out this music and getting it ready for Sunday morning. Is that fair? Oh, that's very okay. correct. Yes. Right. So now, again, for those that want to get into live streaming, on the side, on the other side of this, you're taking this same music, the same. I'm talking not once a service starts, so you're taking this same um, program, same computer, same everything, and doing this on live stream with the music there as well. True in that. Do I follow that right? Yes. So it's simultaneous and it may sound complicated, but it's really not um, right. But it it really isn't. There's a lot of moving parts, but uh, it's, it really, it really is not, you can project it up onto the, onto the screen and live stream it out. We have that software that does that. Now with that being said though, if someone's not live streaming, there's all, all that needs to be done. You need to have these video downloads or you could even, so I just back up just a moment here. Sure. Okay. Yeah, yeah. If you're not live streaming out because we're live streaming out, we kind of, we needed a video downloaded. Right. And we don't. Uh, and so in order for us to upload that video into our live streaming software, all right. Uh, so that, that is, uh, so here's a, an additional cost of twenty nine dollars per twenty five videos. So, okay. uh, that, so that is an additional cost uh, within this uh, from this company. Um, in order, f- but we needed to download these videos so we could we could sure. uh, we could utilize them in really for us and the way that we work. If a church has internet access they could access the videos with no extra charge other than that, that subscription fee. And really that subscription fee, there might actually be a, a, a cheaper route to go than that just under $300 if they're not getting the live streaming option. Sure. Okay. But okay. they can go to the website and get all that. Yeah. The point is yep. you have a resource. You've got a wonderful resource yes. here that your church uses. They use it well. It's not, you have one person running the computer. It's, it's not, uh, I'm, I'm, obviously it'll take some getting used to. Okay? Absolutely. Absolutely. But There's a learning curve. The Lord's day is an important day. Sure. And, and I think, you know, y'all have done a great job of incorporating this 
and and we will have in the show notes uh, your email address okay. and the email address of these resources you gave us here. Let me and, and you comment on this. Number one, I think your church is an average church with average people, but boy, did they sing. Okay, so I just want to encourage you know the average small church. This is a problem. Number two, uh, I saw it set up at your church. And again, you just had it kind of in the corner of the church. Uh, it wasn't like I say, a, a small church might not have the budget or the manpower to have like a big formal sound booth and all that. And you sure. did, you did not have that, right? It's just, it's just part of over on the corner on the yep. front row. Is that, am I right there? That is correct. So yeah. it's well done, but, and it can be done. That's what I, that's what I want to encourage people. It, yeah. So you want to unpack any more of that? Of, I mean, it's good, but yet it's not so overbearing, either technology or cost-wise. Sure. The, as we know, the options, uh, the, the cost, the expense of audio-video, yeah. you can go from very basic to astronomical. We understand that. In a hurry. Um What's that? In a hurry. I mean, very quickly. Oh, can you without go? a doubt. Yeah. Yeah, you can, yeah. you can, you can break the bank. Okay. Yeah. Uh, by God's grace, we didn't have to, but in order to do this, you don't have to have a big budget. You know, I think you could, you could run, we have a little bit more expensive laptop just because it's, we're live streaming with it as well. Right. But you could use a basic laptop uh, to, with a projector to project up onto a screen or onto a TV. Um, uh, This uh, you need internet access if you're not going to download the videos, but it's a little bit additional cost if you're going to download the videos. Um, So there's, there's really good options. Now, one thing that you speak about um, how well you felt the congregation sings. And that's one of the critical things that I really, uh, my desire was that how will this aid us in worshiping the Lord? Yeah. Uh, So yes, it's, it's, it's the worship service, but we worship God in the way that we listen, the way that we sing, the way that we give, the way that we pray. So it's all a matter of worship, but our singing is to be an overflow of our view of God. Sure. And so what I found over the years is the challenge is that we don't like to hear ourselves sing. I, I think that's, that's I, I don't think yeah. that's, uh, that's, no, that's, that's uh, you know, solely us. I think that's just, I, I don't think that's just our church. I think that's just humans. You know, we don't, we don't feel like we have a great voice now we might like to sing in the shower by ourselves, but but we don't like to hear ourselves sing amongst other people, and that's a big problem within a church. So when whenever I, we came across this acapella singing, you have this group of people who they have good voices, and together it's beautiful. Yeah, they it sing is. well, yeah. and so what we have then we're not showing this video isn't a video of people singing a good point. It's a, yeah. Yeah. it's a video of scenery. Right. So and it's not distracting of, at all. What I'm saying, not, I'm, I'm glad no. you brought that up. Cause the, the vi- you yeah. don't really don't, to me, I didn't even notice the video, John. I noticed yeah. the words on the, on exactly. the projected and, words, but the, it was not a distracting video at all. Thank, I'm sorry. Go ahead. But that, no, that, that's, that's so that, crucial. That's a great, yeah. 
I love that. I love yeah. that input because yeah. that's to me, that's important. Mm-hmm. As a pastor, my desire is to minimize distractions in the church service. I want, I, I want people, we're distracted enough, right? You know, that sure. wasp that comes into the church and then, and now, you know, you lose uh, everybody's attention. It's just uh, gone, you know, it's like, or whatever it is. Right. right. Um, and so my desire is to minimize distractions to the greatest degree that we possibly can. Right. Sure. And so with these videos, I didn't want to, ha- I didn't want to see anybody on the video. I want to hear their voices. Want to see the words? Yeah. You have the the four part harmony uh, uh, um, notes. So if anybody is musically literate, they can follow that. Sure. Um, but for the rest of us, the words are there, you know. And you have these beautiful voices singing, and we sing with them. Yeah. And I think in a great way, what that does is we end up getting the volume up a little bit more so that people can really hear these, uh, these wonderful voices sing together as it's like we're singing with another congregation. And I really believe in a, in a great way, there's multiple variables that are involved there, but I think that that really aids Mm -hmm. our church family in truly just, just, just setting aside how I sound and I'm just lifting my voice because I'm singing with a bunch of other people. And it just blends. It's just right. beautiful. So as we as we wrap this up, let me ask you a question. So, uh, or two questions. Number one, the 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 pastor, similar situation to you, similar size church. What what was the greatest fear you had to overcome of going to something like this? What was the greatest obstacle as a pastor, or either a a non tech person, or a what, what, what was the greatest fear or obstacle you faced um, going okay. down this road? That's a good question. Um, I would say the what if monster of <laughs> what if, what if the technology doesn't work right? <laughs> you know, and that's always a, an opportunity, right? It's always something yeah, there. Yeah. And you saw it whenever, whenever you were there, there was a glitch and it came through or, uh, but, um, but you know what? Pianists have bad days too. Okay. They, so they do. They do. <laughs> it is just, um, there was a day recently that it wouldn't switch back to the, uh, the overhead projector. And so we just sang with the audio, not okay. seeing the video as well. Yeah. Thankfully, where you're able to uh, use our hymnals, our hymn books with that. Uh, but, but I think that's, that's the big, what if that's the big challenge is uh, technology doesn't always work right. Um, but I think the, the, the benefit outweighs the risk there. And um and I, it really, it really has been a blessing. I think one of the things coming back from COVID, I guess you would, I would call it a COVID blessing, okay. if you will, is that we didn't have projection. We weren't really projecting up onto a screen prior to COVID. And you just, in, in different, different circles, you wonder how sometimes that projection up onto a screen is, is kind of like a, a no, no, but 
it was as if when people came back, they were happy to be back and we were able to just uh, uh, have that projection and we're, we're just trying to use it to God's glory. Not, not in any, uh, um, you know, um, untoward way, but uh, just trying to honor God and 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 people received that well. And it was a blessing. I tell you what, um, or your online services stored anywhere on the internet or is it just when you stream live, is it just that? We stream live onto YouTube, and okay. and it it maintains a library of of uh, so of on YouTube, videos. our listeners could go and just watch one of your services. See all this. Absolutely, works, right? I think that would be the best thing. All right, last question. All right, so as they go to Pine Island Bible Church uh, website and look at or YouTube and, and look at the the past services. All right, so what what is what is um, we talked about the greatest fear, and we've talked about all the positives. What, what would be a challenge that you face? Is it downloading music each week? Is it, I mean, how, what, what's the challenge or the frustration um, using this? Well, the beauty of it is, is that it's front-loaded work. Yeah. Okay. Once you purchase those downloads, you download them. And now you have them, I have them on a external drive that they're, they're there, they're ready to go. And I can just, I can just upload them to the uh, uh, computer. Now, do you um, do this yourself? I do this myself. Yeah. I, I don't have, I don't have a staff. I, I'm working on, on, on training others to yeah. do the work of the ministry, right. You know, yeah. um, trying to help others get into that frame of mind, but the challenge is always commitment, right. Sure. Yeah. Um, just, you know, it's just, it's just, it's church, you know, this is what we deal with. I mean, so it's a beautiful, it's, it's as a pastor friend of mine says, a glorious agony, you know, there's, yeah. there's great challenges with it, but it's, it's just, it, it's profound blessing. Um, so it's front loaded work though, uh, predominantly to, uh, once you get it, once you get the system, so the learning curve is steep, depending on what you're doing. Depending right. on how compli- complex, how you what, yeah. how many moving parts, right? Yeah. But it doesn't have to be. Uh, it doesn't have to be ours because we're live streaming and we're combining all of that together. That makes it a little more complicated. We've gone through that learning curve, but if you're just looking at utilizing this for singing with a congregation, right? The learning curve is is really not that steep at all. It's a matter of uh, purchasing the downloads, downloading them. And, and getting them, you could even store them on the laptop that you use and just pull it right, sure. you know, okay, click on the next one. It comes up and, and you sing with it. it. It really doesn't have to be that bad. All right. So now let me, I'm just going to make another observation. And this is, uh, you know, you don't have to comment, but when I've been in your home, it's not like technology rules your house. It's not like that you are the tech geek of all the geeks of all the geeks. Okay. So That's you're, correct. you're, I mean, we all use technology, but I want to encourage our pastors that, you know, you use technology as a part of ministry. Technology is not John Lashaway's life. Is that in that? Would that be fair to say? Absolutely. Okay. So we we limit screen time, right? Uh, in your house, and there's yeah. not. Okay. So I wanted people to understand this is uh, this is a, a um, I mean, obviously a gifted pastor, but it's not like he came out of the geek world and is now importing all this. This is, um, you know, your your average church trying to seek, please the Lord and have their people worship in a way pleasing to God. And, and I think, and I've been in your church, I've been in a lot of churches, and I think people can really identify 
with with where you are, where your church is, and I think you have just made God has allowed you to find these things through the other lady in your church in, in just a wonderful way. So I just want to, in fact, um, as we look at your church, the picture behind your shoulder isn't that a picture of the church? Yeah. Yes, right. that yeah. one. Yeah, that one right there. Yeah. All right, so that is their church. Okay, traditional, yes. older church. Yep. And I mean, building-wise. And, yes. and just really, so uh, what I'm trying to say, this is average church, average. And I want to say that because I, I don't want you to think that that when you walk in, you're seeing the, the latest and greatest of technology in John's home and in the church. This is this average home. Average church trying to please God is that in that is that a fair way to say it? Yes, I would say so. All right, yeah. closing comments. Closing comments. You know, um, when you look at the climate that we're living in, yeah. when you look at the challenges that COVID has presented us with to kind of reset the way we do church, right? Yes. And, and yet seeking to keep that within the mindset of how do we continue to please God with the variables, the, the circumstances we've been presented with, how do we do that? And it's a walk of faith. It's a prayerful, you know, step forward and and trusting God, Lord, we just want to honor you. And God has answered his prayer repeatedly when we simply say, Lord, please give me wisdom. If any of you lack wisdom, let him ask of God, right? Amen. James 1, 5. And he does. And we just try to continue to take step forward in faith, trusting him. We want to honor him. And sometimes, Marsh, Marsh you, were, you were a big encouragement because there's sometimes when, as a pastor, we get into the throes of things and we are in our tunnel vision of this is our church and this is how things are operating. And, and it just doesn't, it can be discouraging. And then sure. Marsh comes in, he's like, man, this is great. Yeah. And I'm like, Oh, it is. <laughs> <laughs> but the beauty of it is, is that God is still working in yeah. a powerful way. Yeah. And, you know, let's just, let's just, let's just continue to step forward in faith and trust God and maybe, maybe bring in a, an outsider's perspective to Amen. just give you a, a different set of eyes. And, and Marsh, you were a great encouragement to me. Oh, so yeah. thank you. But oh, you're is, welcome. You're, you're, yeah. To you're, see what God is doing. Yeah. 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 Let me just make a final comment. So as people stay home on COVID, I mean, with COVID, they're watching other things online and they, sure. they watch these churches where the singing is just over the top. And then they, so one of them, they come back into your church Hey, the singing was good, and I think the way it was led had so much to do with that. And so, I just want to encourage pastors don't don't be intimidated by going down this this pathway. All right, John, we're gonna put your email address and your church's link in the show notes so people can go there. And again, uh, I know John, if you if if you you need encouragement, you need help, need somebody to pray with you, and say, hey, John, this is what I'm doing. Help yeah. me here. I, I need help. So John is there, and, and um, I love your ministry. I love what God's doing, and I want to thank you again for being on another, another uh, part of Rechurch. And I want to, yeah. yeah, thank GFA Missions for sponsoring it and teaming up with Pastor Lashaway here, Pine Island Bible Church. And again, it's a great church You're in that part of New York. Go visit him, uh, email him. And the last thing I would say.
you're looking at a man's testimony this morning who was mentored by his pastor. Uh, John and I have a similar background, secular college. Uh, you did finance. I did business. And, and so, you know, God, that's, that's both our backgrounds. And so I, I went to seminary. John went to, you know, the, just the mentoring seminary. Yeah. And, and is, you know, is taking advantage of other things like that. So, again, uh, if you got any questions on that, John, thanks for your time. I look forward to people reaching out for you and appreciate you participating and appreciate GFA sponsoring this. Thank you, brother. Okay. Really appreciate yeah. really appreciate your friendship and encouragement, and thank you for this opportunity. Yep. Tell your um, family hello. Um, tell the church hello for us, and we hope to be back with you soon, okay? Look forward to it, brother. All God right. Bless you. Thanks. You're listening to ReChurch, a podcast of Gospel Fellowship Association Missions. If you would like more information about our ministry or how we may assist you and your church, visit us at gfamissions.org slash consulting.